Welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. I am your host, Lauren Lappin, and this is the place where we talk all things lash and beauty business related. Hello and welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. I'm your host, Lauren Lappin, and today I am going to talk you through what you should do if you get a one-star review on those lovely Facebook reviews or Facebook page reviews, I should say, or on Google. Now, the first thing is don't freak out, okay? I know you're going to freak out anyway. And if you haven't already had a one-star review, basically it's inevitable because you cannot please everyone. No matter how fantastic you are at whatever services you're providing, whether it be lashes, you know, skin, uh, makeup, cosmetic tattooing, hair, whatever it is you're doing, not everyone is going to love you. And if you've been in the game long enough, it, it's a certainty that you're going to get a one-star review or someone's going to be unhappy with something about your salon or your service at some point in the future. So most of us have probably already had a bad review or some bad feedback from clients in the past. I've had I've had a few. Like I haven't got a perfect rating on Facebook. I haven't got a perfect rating on Google. Unfortunately, on Google reviews, personally, I I've got a few people that have given me reviews that haven't even been to my salon, which really sucks. And I have tried to report them to Google, but usually Google don't really care and they just leave them sitting there, even if they are not about your business or are totally unrelated or don't even have anything to do with your business or or whatever. So I don't have perfect reviews on either platform where most people go and check or potential clients will go and check before they book in with you. Uh, But personally, if I'm ever reading reviews about any restaurants or businesses or anything like that before I decide to visit them, I, if I see a perfect score of five, five out of five, and you know, there's hundreds of reviews there, I actually think it's fake. <laughs> that That's the honest truth. I think, you know, I'm old enough and wise enough to know that, you know, like I said, We can't please everyone. There's always going to be someone that's unhappy with you or you're always going to have a crazy enough client that just, even if you didn't really do anything wrong, they're still going to leave you a bad review anyway. So I actually think it's fake when I see a really perfect score. I've I've been around long enough. My business has been open for eight years and we have lots of reviews. I think well over 100 on Google and well over 100 on Facebook, maybe more on Facebook. But yeah, they're not all perfect. And honestly, it hurts. It still really hurts when they come through. Uh, It's just part of being a business owner. And I try really, really hard not to take it personally. I do feel as though now that I don't work in my salon all the time, so I only work in my salon for six hours a week now, sometimes less. And 
I'm not really in the trenches with my team. So I feel as though I can look at these situations when we receive complaints or negative reviews a lot more objectively than I would be able to if I was in the salon day in, day out, worn out from seeing clients and, you know, all the happenings that that go on within the within the business. So my first piece of advice is to not freak out. Okay? Do not freak out. It happens to everyone. Do not start replying straight away. This is nearly the worst thing you can do. I would advise to just sleep on it. I give you permission to draft up a little bit of a response in the notes section on your phone if you like. But let me guarantee you that the next morning, once you've had a little bit of time to digest it, you're probably going to look at that response that you started writing and you're going to change a lot of it. So it's probably really lucky that you didn't actually post that. Yeah. (laughs) So I always give it 24 hours so that I can sort of find out exactly what happened. And like I said, I'm I'm only working in my salon for six hours a week now. So all of my clients are really old clients. They've been coming to me for years. So it's not likely that they're going to complain about me. So it's usually my other beauty therapists that work for me in my salon or my reception staff that receive a negative review. So I'll usually uh, spend that 24 hours just gathering information and actually uh, finding out exactly what happened during that situation. Or, you know, if nobody knows who it was, I'll do a little bit of research. I'll look in my appointment keeping uh, system to try and find the client's name. Like I said earlier, I've actually got a few reviews from people that haven't even been to my salon. So I don't know if they've got confused with another Alua lash bar or something similar, which I think sadly is the case occasionally. I I actually think I do have one review uh, of a client that just came in and inquired about a brow tint and she left a one-star review because she felt that we didn't have a diverse enough colour range to suit her. So yeah, (laughs) I responded to that one just saying, you know, I don't have a record of her actually ever having an appointment in my salon. So I'll gather the information, I'll get everyone's side of the story, and then I will usually try and contact them. So I will call the person if I have their contact details, that's if they've been to my salon and received a service they're unhappy with. But I will try and contact them myself and I will try and do anything I can to fix the problem. I never, ever ask them to remove the review. That's not my goal. I just want to make all of our clients as happy as we possibly can. And it just doesn't sit well with me if I have a client that leaves really, really unhappy, unhappy enough to actually take to the internet and leave a one-star review for us. Uh, So I will offer them whatever I can to make them happy. And I always thank them for their feedback. That should be the first thing that you do. If you are contacting them, always thank them for their feedback. I welcome any feedback 
about any of my businesses, you know, whether it's my salon, my wholesale business or my coaching business, I love feedback, any feedback, good or bad, because it's a real opportunity for learning and growth. You know, how will you ever know if, you know, you're not doing something correctly or the best you can if someone doesn't tell you? So I always thank those clients that either leave a one-star review or they give us negative feedback. I always thank them and I thank them for giving me the opportunity to talk it over with my team and do better. And then I'll offer them, you know, the service again for free. That's usually my first thing that I will do rather than offering them a refund straight up. Um, Sometimes you do need to offer a refund, but I like to avoid that by trying to fix the problem first because over my time as a beauty therapist and lash artist, some of the most unhappy clients that I've come across, whether it be a colleague that I work with and I ended up, you know, fixing the problem and and making them happy or whether it was uh, one of my team or even myself that, that the client wasn't happy with, sometimes those clients that you help and listen to and, you know, really let them know that they're heard and that they're understood end up turning out to be some of your best clients that keep coming back time and time again. So don't completely write off a situation where a client complains as a completely negative one. You can always take the feedback on board and learn from it and make sure that it doesn't happen again. Or you can actually use that opportunity to build a really solid relationship with that client going forward and have them coming back for years to come. So always thank them for their feedback. Try and solve their problem as best you can, as quickly as you can. I then would go and respond to the review in the most professional way that you can. For example, if it was a problem with a service that they received and it's legitimate, you know, they were at your salon, they came in, they weren't happy, they left a negative review, I would respond saying something like, you know, thank you so much for your feedback. As discussed on the phone, we're going to rectify this problem by offering you a free service or something like that. You know, if they never answered their phone when you tried to contact them or you feel the situation is really a lost cause, you know, you can thank them for their feedback in the response and say something like, I've tried to contact you regarding this. I would really love the opportunity to welcome you back to the salon and perform the service myself because this is not the standard that we're known for or or something something along those lines. You know, if the review is completely unfounded, like it was someone that didn't even come to your salon uh, and they've maybe accidentally left left a bad review for your salon when it was meant to be for somebody else's or something like that, you can just say, look, I don't have any record of you ever visiting the salon. If, if that's the case, can you please review your records? Contact me if you think there's been a mistake. Otherwise, you know, can you kindly please remove this review as it is not about this business? 
And then, look, there are times where people are nasty and they will give you a bad review out of spite because their friend told them to or or whatever. And, yeah, in those cases, I would still try and respond on there as the business owner directly to the review in the most professional way you can and invite them to contact you to discuss the matter further and that we'd really like to help them and solve their problem. So you do really need to remain professional because people do read reviews and if people are, you know, looking at your salon and comparing it against someone else in the local area as to where they're going to visit to receive their beauty services, you know, it really shows a lot of good ethics and, you know, professionalism if you do respond to all those negative reviews, even if they are completely unfounded. I think that it shows that you're a legitimate business person and, you know, if it's something silly and you still respond really, really nicely, you know, I wouldn't see that as a negative thing as a potential client. So I always like to switch it around and think about what I would look for if I was going through and reading reviews. And, you know, if you've got 4.5 or 4.6 out of 5 stars average and, you know, out of 160 reviews, you've got 155 star ones and you've got 10 one or two star ones that seem a little bit silly. Some might seem like fairly well-founded. I'd still think that was a pretty good business and I would go straight to the negative ones and read them. This is me. I would go straight to the negative ones and read them, but I would really take in what the business owner had to say in response. So make sure you do respond to them in the best way you can. Don't do it straight away when you're angry or upset. Sleep on it. Try and contact the client. And yeah, I just think use it as a big learning opportunity and, you know, how you can avoid situations like this happening in the future. So just recapping, that is what I would do when I received a negative review online, either on Facebook or Google. But what I'm going to share with you now is just a few tips on how to perhaps avoid this situation from ever occurring. Now, I know that some things are completely out of our control, but I really like to give my clients an opportunity to complain directly to my salon first. So from the beginning, straight after you finish their service or during, ask them questions. Ask them honestly whether they're happy. It's no good to just say to someone after you've done their brow tint and brow shape, you're happy with that? Yeah, good. And you're not giving them time to answer. That's a massive thing that I hear all the time. And, you know, over the years in my own salon too, I've heard, you know, interactions with my team members, you know, and their clients. And they'll ask the client if they're happy, but they won't actually give them time to answer. And I'd say that's probably because of their own insecurity. They're scared of what the client's actually going to say. But when you learn that it's not a personal thing, if the client doesn't like their brows or their lashes or their makeup or their hair or whatever, it's, it's nothing personal directed at you, the easier it is to deal with. 
You just need to have your client at the forefront of your mind and know that you are there as a service provider to do whatever they ask to make them happy. So nothing's out of the question really. And, you know, if they think that their brows aren't dark enough and you ask them whether they're happy or not, you need to actually make them darker. It's the most important thing. You ne- even if you're going to run late into your next client, you need to make that client that you've got on the bed happy or you've got in the chair or whatever, however you have your client in your salon. But you need to make them happy right there and there. So make sure you ask them whether they're happy or not at the end of every service. If they say no, ask them specifically, what are you unhappy with? Can you describe it to me? Ask lots of questions. Do not be scared. Let them tell you. Let them know that they are heard because sometimes some clients just want to feel important and if they don't feel important or they don't feel heard, they're going to get angry and they're going to be more upset and more likely to post a negative review of your business online. So I always give them the opportunity when they're in the salon. Next, We automate a text message, just a follow-up that goes out to all of our clients three days after they've been to the salon. So you don't have to do three days. You could do two days. You could do 24 hours. It's completely up to you. You can run it however you like, but follow-ups are gold. In the message, even though it is automated through my appointment booking software, I I've written it so it's got a very personal touch and I sign off as Lauren from Alua, and I invite them in that message to give any feedback, good or bad. So this gives your client an opportunity to complain directly to you from the get-go. So, you know, out of, oh, I don't know how many clients we see a week anymore on average, I'd have to work it out. But, you know, just say out of 300 appointments, there's probably more than 300, but say out of 300 appointments across the week, we might get two bad feedbacks. And, you know, we get these back in text messages and it's really simple. You make it easy for your clients to complain directly to you. And again, I nearly always respond in the same way I would to a one-star review. I will call them. I will thank them for the feedback and thank them for giving us the opportunity to, you know, rectify the issue and I will offer them a free fix-up and perhaps a voucher or something like that or their next appointment free as well, depending what the problem was and how bad it was and how unhappy they are. And yeah, I'll I'll offer a refund as as a last resort, but I will always try and rectify the problem. So, you know, like I said earlier, When you do this and you just talk to that person like a human being, they're not the enemy. Again, you can't take it personally. It's not a personal attack. It's just that they were unhappy. They had different expectations of what your offering was and they didn't receive them. So it's up to you to actually rise to that level. So I never, ever take it personally. I always go out of my way to fix the problem as quickly as I can. And those clients can turn into some of the best ones, you know, that keep coming back time and time again. So always with the follow-up messages, you are 
giving them an opportunity to complain to you directly, which usually will stop them from going and complaining to other people and taking to the keyboard and complaining online in a public forum. So I think there's some sort of statistic where if you had a bad experience, you tell 11 people versus if you had a good one, you only tell three or four or something like that. I heard that somewhere, I read that somewhere a long time ago and I've never forgotten it. So this is why I always go out of my way to make sure all of our clients are really, really happy when they leave the salon. And, you know, if you haven't got client care at the forefront of your mind and building relationships and making them feel like they're the most important person in your world while they are in your salon, either on on the bed or in your chair or wherever they are, you're not going to have clients returning. And when you don't have clients returning, you're not going to grow your business. So I want to know, have you ever had a one-star review? How did you deal with it? Let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is Lauren Lappin underscore. So that's L-A-U-R-E-N-L-A-P-P-I-N underscore on Instagram. Or you can always join the Lash Business Lounge group on Facebook. So just search for the Lash Business Lounge and yeah, you can request to join the group. And it's a group where we talk all things Lash and Beauty business related. But anyway, that's all I've got for you today, guys. I will see you all online soon.